0: Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions.
1: Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Schoneman alongside my sidekick Pete Robertson. Hello. Wait, so I'm actually your sidekick. I think. No, I'm, I'm your sidekick. Pete, your hair is looking amazing yeah, today. Outstanding work by hair and makeup. I got a haircut
0: and the lady did a wonderful job on the side and on the back and but she left a whole lot on the front and I mean the top part it
1: just looks it still good. okay though how much does it cost for you to get those silver highlights those are sharp yeah they really come out man they <laughs> pop <laughs> is it being a grandpa kind of bringing them out I, I think so I like it man yeah, looking right. sharp well it's how right. are you today I'm doing great and you Good man, yeah. I'm excited about today's show. We get to talk about travel, yeah, one of our favorite subjects, right? Yeah, and you know, yeah, pro- speaking of travel, we got a big trip coming up next year. Yeah, we do. Have you heard about it? I've, I just heard about it yesterday. You want to go to Egypt? We are Egypt, yep, yeah, and yeah. then Jordan. You know what's in Jordan? What, what a cool thing to see in Jordan. What I guess I've never been there. What this place called Petra, yeah, yeah, and it's like a city in the hill.
0: Yeah, it's weird, yeah, yeah. I can't
1: wait. Yeah. Isn't that where they did that Indiana Jones? Where they walk through I the so. thing. I, well, I mean, I, I don't know did. if they were really there, but that's yeah, they kind were of part the thought of process, yeah. right? So we're going so there. That's cool. And then going to one of my favorite places in the world, Tiberias. Yep, Israel. Walk around the Sea of Galilee. Yep. Are we going to Jerusalem? Yep. Okay, that's we're cool. To Jerusalem. We're yep. going to go to Temple Mount.
0: Yeah, I believe we're going to start from, we'll start in Moses. It, i mean start at the footsteps of moses in, in egypt so yeah we're starting in cairo we'll do the pyramids and then we're going to follow the you know the line that jesus or moses did in the exodus right. i heard we'll you're going to part
1: the red sea for the guests we'll probably go over a bridge
0: and then we're going to go to um uh we'll go to mount sinai we'll go up to mount sinai we'll see amazing monasteries there
1: what's important about mount sinai why is that significant well, that's where
0: uh, Moses got the ten commandments so oh, able that's to, awesome yeah so we're gonna be doing that and then we're gonna go from there to jordan into jordan and then from jordan back into israel and then we'll go do our tour through israel so why we're is jordan why
1: is jordan significant
0: and we're gonna be able to do we're gonna do baptism too so we can get baptized in the jordan, in jordan. river yeah that'd be i'm fun. gonna
1: do that yeah unless it's cold or muddy no i'm just kidding i'm gonna do it's it always anyway.
0: cold and it's always <laughs> muddy gosh <laughs> It's just dirty no, water. I'm gonna
1: do it. I, that's been on my bucket list, and my daughter wants to do it too. So yes, kids are allowed. We're, I'm I'm excited bringing Samantha and my wife Crystal. We're gonna have an amazing time.
0: I can't wait. And and again, I mean, if you're listening to this, it's we're, we will fill up, and there's only a limited spaces. We don't. It's not going to be overly too big. We're not going to have like all these big buses and so forth. We really want to keep it one bus a certain yeah so it's going to be limited so i mean sign up now i mean we can you go to our uh, Riot podcast website um the and then you'll be able to see Um, all the information there, how to register. We're going to have an intro intro meeting on in March 19th. Informational meeting. And if you're listening to this past the time that we actually went on it, so you're listening like in a couple years from now, just know that we do these often. So always go to our website and look and see what the next trip will be um because like we're going to talk about travel today travel is something that bob and i do a lot and so uh it's near and dear to our heart and today we're going to kind of give it context of of how are we why and how are we supposed to travel and so we're going to give a whole thing and and this was really convicting this show is convicting to us i think for you but for sure for oh yeah i've been
1: traveling all wrong so i'm gonna i'm gonna do better
0: (laughs) so it's it's we need to really have the right light of you know God wants us to travel that's the name of the title of this show God wants us to travel but there's a there's a reason behind why he wants us to travel and so you know let's let's kind of dive into that and we can get into it start and pray yeah and, let's uh, pray
1: that's always a good way to start heavenly father thank you for uh, this podcast thank you for our listeners I thank you for the people that work behind the scenes putting everything together and just the opportunity to get to do this every week, Lord, uh, you are so good. I'm just blown away by how you've been using this. And I pray that you would speak to our listeners in a, in a new and fresh way today. I pray that you would speak through Pete and I as we talk about one of these things that's just really passionate for both of us, and and that is travel and and how we can and how we can do that and still glorify you. So, Father, we just we give you this show now. We love you. We trust you. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Let's roll.
1: God wants us to travel, Pete.
0: He does. There's he, a reason behind
1: it. Jonathan Darville said, we've probably all experienced some of the joys of travel, beholding the beauty of God's creation. Amen to that. Fellowship with friends and family, meeting new people, experience experiencing other cultures, and, of course, sharing the gospel. And we have all probably experienced some of the downsides to travel. Yeah, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, fatigue, yes. the cost, the, the delays. <laughs> your flights getting canceled yes a family conflict oh yeah um risk or danger sometimes you get in areas that you're like i don't really feel safe here um also work war trips that take you away from family and uh your bed and Comfort all the comforts bed. of home yeah. yeah in today's show let's look at travel within the context of a biblical plot movement increase um go <laughs> starting from creation yeah. the fall yeah the redemption and restoration to see what we can learn about travel from the perspective of a biblical worldview you know when reading that beat it makes me think you might take us back to the book of genesis i don't know we'll see what happens
0: <laughs> we will you know, jonathan darville he was a he's a guy that writes a lot of, he wrote about travel and um and he's a christian and he i think he wrote like a blog or something and so that's kind of he put that you know that opening statement there you kind of it a little bit of context for us so yeah so we're going to talk about travel because it's dear to our hearts i mean it's let's just you know on this show anybody that's been listening to the show this is going to be our what fourth year that we're going to be doing it right we started in 2020, 2020. 2023 now so it's, yeah so it's our fourth year or part of a year fourth year, year. yeah you're yeah, yeah. doing it but
1: We've That's talked about, crazy to even think about.
0: We've talked about travel a lot, you know, since then, and um, so it's hard. It's it's really close, and so in fact, we want our listeners though to um, to travel with us to Israel. So it's it's we're, we're promoting travel. So not only are we promoting it, we travel. So we just want to make sure that there's context here. We want to make sure that we want to see why we travel and how God wants us to travel. Um, it's very important. We don't just travel and put off our christian hat or we don't just go just to please ourselves there's a there's a reason there's a rhyme behind all that we do
1: so all right that's good let's Let's jump into that so as a christian our mindset should not be we need to travel to a place because we are searching for identity you know traveling to find who i am travel to find myself or as a quest for validation travel as a way to be seen or accepted yeah you see those posts on social media all the time right pete yeah or as a pursuit of meaning travel as a substitute for our purpose and last i I gotta get out
0: of here right i gotta get out of here i gotta find my i gotta find who i am i gotta go to india or whatever i don't
1: know that sounds like a movie and lastly as an attempt to satisfy an unsatisfied hunger for happiness travel as a way to titillate you like that word don't you titillate and medicate and they rhyme too. So that's awesome. Travel should never be about serving our own self-pleasures. There's the key to the whole show, Pete. We probably end it right there. Yep. Travel should never be about serving our own self-pleasures. We travel because it's God's command. And we travel because we want to be in a position to be used by God in other environments, not just in our own hometown. Yep. That's
0: it. I mean, I, I think he couldn't said it any better. So we're going to touch on those four key points here in a little bit. Um, of of why people travel because it's there's a lot of psychology in this there's a lot of you know there's there's a lot of wrong motives and a lot of wrong reasons why we travel and so we want to set the record straight it's god's not saying hey you're not supposed to travel god wants you to travel but because he wants the word of god to spread throughout the world he wants the the kingdom of god to be near everywhere that you go there's, there's a reason why he wants you on the traveling field. He's a reason why he wants you on the mission field. He's a reason why he's, he's okay and are allowing you to, to go to wherever God is putting you. Um, and so we just have to, we have to get our minds right and we have to correct our thinking and our thoughts so that it's in context with what God is actually saying. So let's just, let's just build it this way. So let's start in Genesis and let's just kind of work it through and then we'll get go ahead and, and talk about it a little bit deeper.
1: Sounds good. God tells us in Genesis that travel is a dem- divine command or vocation.
0: Yeah, many people are like, what? Come what? on, we'll share why.
1: All right. It's a work trip to do the Lord's business. God tells Adam and Eve to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth in Genesis one twenty eight. In other words, traveling is part of humani- of humanity's job description. However, God isn't so much telling Adam and Eve to leave the garden as he is telling them to extend the garden.
0: yeah we have to understand that in context
1: so he is literally telling
0: them to multiply. He's telling them to expand but he's not telling them hey expand for your own self good hey expand and, and, and multiply because uh, you get to you know dance and play and, and fill your hearts you know with gluttony and food and and that you get to do this and that and now that he's never saying that and that's not the context here. He's telling them to go but he's telling them to do it in such a way that I am glorified that I am worshiped, that I am proclaimed, multiply, expand. And he's telling them that. So from the very beginning of time, travel was a thing to do. And it was something that we did together with God and one another. Genesis 2, 1 through says, work together as Sabbath. And they worked together and they Sabbath together. They rested together. Sadly, many of us have lost the missional, meaningful, sabbatical, worshipful and commute, communion intent of a trip. Man, Try to say that 10 times.
1: That's a mouthful.
0: It is a mouthful. But again, it's it's the context that we're trying to get. It's it's not that God is saying, don't travel. We're just traveling for selfish reasons. We're just traveling to fulfill our own self-desire. And that is what is a sin. And it is a sin. And it's contrary to what God's perfect will is. And many of us, many of us, including myself and Bob, I'm sure it's you, have, have fallen victim sure. to this. And so we need to repent, both of us, we need to repent of this, we need to recalculate why we travel and how we travel, and then we need to put ourselves in a position so that we are glorifying God in our travels. So let's go on and, and, and kind of dissect this a little bit more.
1: Okay. Before the fall, travel was blessed by God. After the fall, it became a curse. God had to turn the car around in a sense instead of a trip being about expanding the garden, it became about finding a way back to the garden.
0: Yeah. So uh, we talked about this on uh, one of our shows in the past where the, the everybody um, is seeking happiness. The, the world is seeking happiness. The world is thinking, oh my gosh, I'm having a horrible life. I got to get away. I got to go vacation. I need to get this. I need to do that. Whatever I think it that is.
1: that was 114.
0: Yeah. Whatever that is, is to help Uh, fulfill whatever the emptiness that's in your heart. Well, that emptiness is the complete fulfillment that we had in the Garden of Eden. So what you're searching for, what you're trying to find is that purpose. It's that fulfillment, it's that love, it's that happiness, it's that joy. And that is only found when we are walking in closeness and intimacy with the Father. Because by doing that, we are now having access back into the Garden of Eden. Remember, the world has been shut out from that. So that's what's happening. That's why the imbalance of travel is there. That's why the imbalance of understanding what our purpose is in spreading or going is because we are seeking meaning or purpose or happiness or fulfillment outside of what God is saying. Not only were they estranged from God's direct presence, but creation itself was separated from God's presence when after the fall, heaven and earth no longer overlapped. God vacated the premises, as it were, in judgment and mercy. Now, we all find ourselves in a very different world, on a very different journey, one mixed with joys as well as sorrows. We all now long to return home, but that's kind of why we are searching. That's why we're traveling, is we're trying we're trying to find uh, inner joy, inner peace. We're trying to justify maybe our actions. We're trying to... Um, help, you know, numb pain, help numb things that are happening in our lives. So we're, we're trying to prove a point or we're prideful about it. Many, many um, travel for pride reasons, you know, look at me, look at how much money I have, look what I got, you know, so there's many things or ways that we travel that is not in context with what the word of God is actually saying. All right,
1: let's go on. Good reminder. The consistent testimony of Scripture is that humanity is incapable of making their own way back to God and to the garden. That's the truth. <clears throat> As a result, God faced the seemingly impossible task in our human minds, anyway, of reconciling the demands of justice, the wages of sin or death. With his promise to save us, 15. How can God make a way home through what appears to be a dead end? There's There's no way. Remember, he said there's no way. He closed
0: it out. There's no way back to be able to have that happiness, that peace. There's no way.
1: But as we know, Jesus took a trip that resolved this dilemma. He took a trip from heaven to earth so that we could take a trip to heaven instead of hell.
0: Yeah, Amen. I I mean, just could you imagine if Jesus didn't travel? Can you imagine if he never took that trip to share with us that there's hope, Hmm. everything that you're trying to find in travel, everything that you're trying to find in, in all of this life, I'm, I'm traveling to meet you where you're at so that I can help you know that your travel can have purpose. Now you can find hope, all of that you're looking for. You can find that in me. And that I give you that opportunity to be able to expand, again, expand your your boundaries, expand what you're at. But I give you that opportunity to be doing it so I I am glorified. You can have fulfillment once and for all for your life. Um, For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did, sending his own son in likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us. Who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Romans 8, 3 through 4 says that. In short, Jesus brings us home. Ephesians 2, 6. He has secured our passage to the new heavens and the new earth. That is the ultimate goal for all of mankind. Every travel Every person that we come in contact with, whether it's five minutes down the road, whether it's across the world, every bit of travel that we do, it should be about helping people find home. And Jesus created us to be in fellowship with him. He created us to find eternity with him. He created us to have peace and harmony and joy with him. And that home is what everybody's seeking. It's not, it's not traveling to, fulfill, to feel, be fulfilled for that moment. It's traveling to find fulfillment for all eternity. That is our role. And so if we are traveling, we have a duty and an obligation to spread this seed everywhere that we go. We have a mindset that needs to be fixated on how am I, how am I traveling to this location so that God is glorified, so that, the, the, that people one day can travel to be with God for all eternity in heaven. That's ultimate purpose of travel.
1: See that? Yeah. All right. Well, two things stick out to me. So you were talking about Jesus making the trip. And it reminded me of uh, Barry's favorite verse, 2 Corinthians 521. It says, for our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. And then the second point I wanted to bring up, Peter, it sounds like you're telling us vacations like a mission trip. Every, every time
0: we travel, it doesn't, it's not, I'm not just saying vacation trip. I'm saying when you go to the store,
1: everything you do,
0: but God wants you to travel. Yeah. He's not saying stay home. If God has provided an opportunity for you to travel, travel, but you're not traveling to make it about yourself. You're traveling because you're being you're in obedience to God's word and you're being a light to darkness. You're being an example to others that need that are looking for this hope. You know, they're traveling, everybody's traveling, but they're traveling to find other meaning outside of what Christ is actually wanting us to find. And we do the same thing if we're not careful. So let's kind of go into that. That's a
1: perfect segue into yeah. our next point. In fact, it 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 almost Sounds like you're telling us that we should be everything we do, not just travel, but everything we should be doing mission-minded.
0: All the time, man. I like that.
1: All right. It's hard to deny that there is something troubling about the modern American approach to travel, which at this point could almost be classified as a competitive sport. Travel, especially travel we see on social media, seems to have devolved into these four categories.
0: Let's just kind of break through these a little bit.
1: All right. First, a search for identity.
0: Yep. Travel you know. to find myself. So, so, um, you know, and again, I, you know, you're in a crisis of belief in your life, right? I got to get away. I, I can't stay here right now. You know, everything right now is just horrible. I got to get away. It's escape. Just, nothing's right. I got I got to get away. And, and then you go and you get away, you go travel somewhere, and then you're just thinking about, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do next? And, and you're thinking about all your problems back then, but then at the same time, it's like, oh, I, I just got to get away. I just got to gotta stop thinking about that. I got to find myself here. I just to get on my center. I got to find peace here. And so then you start self-indulging yourself in that mm-hmm. travel. So that it helps you in that problem. Well, that's, that's fine, but it's self-defeating. It doesn't, it's not productive. It's not what a child of God does. It's, it's, it's a lie of Satan to say, think that sure you can get away, but then have no purpose behind it. Yeah. So it's, it's not good. It's self-defeating. So we need to check ourselves. So if you're traveling and you've made that excuse, it's a sin telling you straight up, stop. You're a child of God. Do not travel for that purpose. All right. So, All right.
1: On. Second one, a quest for validation. You know, travel is a way to be seen and accepted.
0: I mean, I, this is major parts of the world are like this. I mean, you go to anywhere, you know, Oh, I'm going to Tahiti next week. You know, we post on social media, social media has killed us here. You know, yeah. look where I've been. Oh, you know, how many times have we said that person's been everywhere. Every time I turn around, they're in some other country or something.
1: I know people like that.
0: Well, and they're questing for validation. I mean, they're just, you know, I'm, this is what I do. Oh, I've you've only, You've only been to 20 places. Yeah. I've been to 45 places. You know, I've been all over the place. Listen, I have fallen short on this. Yeah. I I, you know, it wasn't my intention at first, but I all of a sudden I started listing all the places I've been, and I and immediately my heart was checked. And God convicted me at that very moment. And He said, That's pride, son. And I I remember one time I hung my says, you know, ah, oh, it's not a big deal. I don't need to t- talk anymore. But they wanted to hear more. And I was just like, man, I set myself up for this. And it was pride. It was pride that I was sharing all this. And so it's, um, we have to really check ourselves, a quest for validation. So if that's the reason why you're traveling, that's a sin. So we're telling truth here, okay? We're helping you understand the proper way to travel. If you're if you're traveling for a quest for validation, it's a sin. You need to check your health. You need to repent and ask God to help you there. All right, let's go on to the next one.
1: All right, the pursuit of meaning. Travel as a substitute for your purpose.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I- I, I just love to travel. Every time I go everywhere, I, I, mean, I'm, I'm more whole and I'm more complete. And oh, I love going here. And I love going there. And you know, I that's just who I am. I'm a traveler. I'm just, you know, I'm. That's who I do. You no, know? I got to see the world. That's that's what I want. Well, your mindset isn't. I got to see the world because God has called into to the world and your mindset isn't, I got to see the world because there's so many people in the world that need Jesus. And your mindset isn't, I got to see the world because I want to bring light into darkness. I want to love. I want to elevate. I want to bring, I want to, I want to leave a lasting impact in their lives. Your, Your pursuit of meaning is, is, is contrary to the word of God. Your pursuit of meaning is to bring God glory, not to bring yourself glory.
1: All right. An attempt to fill an unsatisfied hunger for happiness. That was a way to titillate and to medicate. I know how much you like that word, I won't let you say it. You did? Yeah. You just didn't like to say it? Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's, well, it's not a bad word. It's the proper context. What, medi-
1: medicate? No, no, titillate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I made you say it again. Sorry, guys. Got to have a little fun with my brother.
0: In the context of what it's saying, is it's, it's, it's stimulating passion within you. It's, 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 it's helping cope with the pain that you're in. So we, a lot of times we travel, it's like, I can't handle this anymore. I got to get away. So, so travel helps create passion. It helps enhance our mood. It helps us to um, get out of the funk or get out of whatever is happening. My boring life or, or better yet, I deserve this entitlement. Yeah. I, I work so hard. I deserve this. I work so hard. I deserve to be pampered, you know. And Christians and non Christians alike, this is a common thing. And and Jesus says that is not of me. I have I have not okayed that. You don't deserve anything but hell. You you're you're you don't deserve the happiness and all that you are. You deserve hell. Hmm. And 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 what I give you though is abundant life. What I give you is hope. What I give you is purpose. What I give you is eternal life. That's what I give you. But you have to do it in the context of what I desire. And I desire that you are a light to the darkness. I desire that you put on the full armor of God and that every time that you travel, you are doing it so that you are bringing me glory. There's a whole different way of thinking. Our culture, our lifestyle has so screwed up our understanding of why we travel and we have we have bought into this um, hook line and sinker and we have traveled improperly and in sin for so long we justified oh i have to travel because of work i have to travel because i have to go see my family i have to whatever it is we've justified that i gotta do it no god is saying listen if i put you in a position that you get to travel i did it because i am in charge and it's about me And I desire for you to be a witness for me in every aspect of the world that I put you in. And it's not that you have to go do something. You get to look at this as an opportunity to bring him glory. The byproduct of that is we get to sit sometimes on a beach that's amazing. The byproduct of that is we get to experience things in this world that are really beautiful. But it's not so that we're glorified. We are sitting there looking at that beauty, praising and worshiping
1: Jesus. Amen.
0: Because we have the right context.
1: We're not using the travel as as an idol. In fact, you seek happiness in anything outside of Jesus, and you're you're making that an idol, and travel falls under that category too. Maybe we can summarize all this by
0: saying that travel has become a form of bragging, look at me, and begging, look at me
1: (laughs) at the same time. It's true.
0: All right, so let's move
1: on. All right, first and foremost, we shouldn't measure our worth in terms of how many airline miles we have. Oh man, really?
0: We just talked about oh, this there the goes other day. my
1: status. I can't talk about my status anymore. <laughs> See, I think you put this one in here for me. Oh, okay. all right. I did not. Well, we should measure how many airline miles we have logged, or how many exotic destinations we have visited. And I still want to go to Hawaii too, but I, I got to do it in the right context, as Pete is teaching me. As Christians, even if we never physically travel more than five miles, that would be sad. We are on a spiritual pilgrimage to a destination infinitely more glorious than any five-star accommodation. That's what we got to remember. This isn't our home. Amen. As it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. First Corinthians 2.
0: It's like we... I think Christians don't fully comprehend
1: that God wants to bless us exceedingly abundantly when we think we're in it. Yep. We forget that. Easy I, forget that. I do. And it's like it's so like he's holding something back from us. I got to go find it myself. Right.
0: It's yeah. like, I was like oh, my gosh, I want to go to Hawaii. Like you said, yep. you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to go to Hawaii. Lord, right?
1: forgive me for I have there's And there's
0: nothing, there's nothing wrong with God providing the money and the income for you to go. What's wrong is if you're going for the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. And it's if you're saying like, God, you've opened this door for me to be able to go to Hawaii, praise the Lord, thank you for the opportunity. Worship him in that. Thank him for that opportunity and go as a light into darkness. Go looking for opportunities to have eyes to see and ears to hear. It's like, well, how do I, how do I know if it's my heart is wrong or my heart is right? If you're in communion with the Father and you're walking in, step, in fellowship with him step by step, God will put on your heart these kind of things. God will open doors for you that weren't open before. God would reveal things in such a way that it would naturally come together because you are witnessing and glorifying him. It, it won't because your wife says, hey, I need to go here because I got it away. It won't be because I have to do something, certain things. It will be because it, it would be in concert with what God is already doing in your life in that moment. And God is saying, hey, I need you in Hawaii. There is a person in Hawaii right now that needs to be prayed for. There's a person that's going to be on the plane that you're going to that needs to be witnessed or loved on. There is a person at your hotel that you need to share the gospel with. You have a purpose. I need you there because you're the right person for the
1: job in that moment. What a different mindset than how we usually travel.
0: The byproduct of that is we're experiencing Hawaii's beauty. We're experiencing that because God loves us and he wants to bless us and he wants us to have these things, but he doesn't want us to have it to fulfill our own purposes. He doesn't want us to be self-indulgent so that we get glorified and we feel like we fill up. He wants it to be so that he is glorified. We have to understand that our identity and value is not determined by our travel itinerary, Mm -hmm. even our eternal one, but by our union. Have to get that in our head.
1: So good. All right. Whether we are traveling for work or for play or both, they're both great. Our motivation should be God's glory and the good of our neighbor, not self-promotion or self-indulgence. You know, it comes back to the, you know, what's the greatest commandment, right? Love God and love people. That's it. If, if you're doing those two things, then you're you're probably uh, you're probably in, in the right step and you're, and you're traveling in God's will and not trying to build your own kingdom.
0: Yeah, the the criteria of how we bring him glory when traveling is determined by how we steward our time and resources when we are on the road or off of it. Um, I, for a lot many years, I would always think about my next travel um, site. It would all be on my mind all the time. I would constantly be thinking, "Hey, we really haven't we haven't been there. We should go there. We haven't been there. We should do this." And and it it pretty much showed my motivation of my heart. My heart was not in tune with what God was saying. But when I started seeing travel from the perspective of, you know, just for example, we went to, um, and I think I've shared this with you, we went on our, our hundred episode was on a cruise to Aruba. And I shared with you the reason how we travel. I don't travel because I'm doing whatever. I, there was a reason why I did that cruise. The cruise was because I wanted to bring God glory. We wanted to do our 100th episode. We wanted to talk about how good God was. And we did it in a destination that was different but we had opportunities. We witnessed, we shared with our people on our, on our ship. I prayed for a billion people. We had so many different opportunities that we brought light to the darkness. We went to Carousel. We went to Aruba. We did these things so that God was ultimately glorified. And, and, and I was constantly mindful of what he was doing around. If the opportunity arose, we, we took it. Christine and I shared with this one person that was that, was aimlessly looking around, you know, and we just shared God's truth with him. It's whatever that is. That was the only reason why I went is for him to be glorified. And it's the same thing with all things that we do. But if if we are always thinking about our next travel, then we might not be in line with Jesus. We should always be thinking about God and how are we glorifying him? How are we worshiping him? And in those moments, God would then reveal to you your next steps. I love travel. God knows I love travel. God's blessed us with travel, but He also wants it to be in concert with what He's already. We don't want to get outside of that. And if we're traveling for self-indulgence, we possibly be outside of what God's wanting us.
1: All right. You know, we we should travel with an eye towards the opportunities God will provide to share the gospel and and extend mercy. Kind of what you were just talking about on our hundredth episode cruise. In other words, whether we are traveling for work or play, we should be looking for opportunities on a plane on a cruise ship, on a playground, yep. in a hotel lobby to tell people about and practically show them about the love of Jesus. Yeah. It's like, you know, people,
0: people can be different when they're traveling. I don't know what it is, but it's like, we can be more open when we're away from home than when we're home. I mean, I've talked to many people, we've been on the mission field and, and we'll be go ministering to a village somewhere and they're just like pouring themselves into them. They're talking about Jesus, all this stuff. We get back home and I was like, hey, dude, do the same thing, you know, yeah. share Jesus the same way. For whatever reason, we sometimes feel more comfortable when we're traveling, when we're out, if that's your mindset. What makes missions trips so good is because that's the mindset you have. I'm going to be a missionary, right? Well, it doesn't change when we're traveling to Hawaii. It doesn't change when we're going on the on the cruise. It's, we are always on mission. We always have the purpose. It's, you know, it's, it's, we, it, it, it never separates it, it's in concert with our intimacy with the father and in and, and, and when it's not then you know it's found wanting it's 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 not good it's not healthy it doesn't fulfill it doesn't complete us uh the way that it should but if we go and travel in concert with what god is doing and already in our lives and we're doing it so his glory so he's glorified in everything our traveling is so much better. We, 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 be, we leave there like we leave a mission field. When we come back from missions trips, anybody that's been on the missions trip, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so pumped up, man. God did some amazing things. You tell all the testimonies. Well, why didn't he do that? Why didn't you tell those testimonies on the cruise that you just went on?
1: Yeah, can God not do it there?
0: <clears throat> of course he can. That's how God wants us to travel. He tells us to go and multiply. He tells us to extend the boundaries. He tells us to take back ground. It's in all things. So traveling in America or just in culture in general has so lied to us for so long, and we've missed the heart of God in it. So we're bringing that back here. That's why we're talking about this. This is a big show. This is going to talk to a lot of people. I know it's ministering to you and I, but it's it's a big show. And so we want really people to hear a heart here and, and understand that we need to put travel in the right perspective.
1: You know, I heard uh, Tim Tebow, a little clip of Tim Tebow's speech from the Passion Conference um, earlier in this year. And man, he's just on stage and he's just broken. He's just bawling. And what he was sharing, and I think it kind of relates to what we're talking about here. What he was sharing with the people there was, look, we don't share the gospel for one of two reasons. Either we don't believe it's true or we don't love people enough to share. it, And just when he was, man, it was just broken. I'm like, man, it just really spoke to my heart. And it's, it's so true. I mean, you know, if we really believe the gospel, we really believe this good news that we have, wouldn't we share it with everybody? And if we're not sharing it, it's either because we don't believe it or we don't love people enough.
0: If we're ashamed of Jesus, it's because we don't know Jesus. If, if all you know about Jesus is, um, Jesus, the person, the man, the legend, What it says in the Bible, you believe all of that, but you don't know Jesus, then there's no way you're going to share Jesus. But if you've ever come and encountered the living God and you've been face to face with this Jesus, you are changed. There's a transformation like no other. And there is a joy that comes inside of you that you cannot you can't put words to and your life is changed, your meaning is changed, your purpose is changed, your eyes are changed, your, you, you breathe differently. Jesus changes people he touches. And Amen. if God has not touched you, and you have not spent that quality, quality time with him and intimacy with him, and we've talked about in concert with him, if you have not done that, then there is zero chance you're going to share gospel of Jesus Christ with somebody else. But if God touched you, a wretched fool, Mm -hmm. a sinner of sinner, if God touched your crap and made it good, you're changed. And there's no way you're not going to share that with somebody else. It is the good news times 10. And it is absolutely incredible. And so travel is the opportunity for us to share outside of our own backyard this amazing
1: goodness that God has done to you. So good. All right, one more. We should always want what God wants, and that is his desire that everyone be able to travel to heaven one day. Deep down, whether we know it or not, what we all really want is to arrive on the shores of the new heavens and the new earth, our true home. As Jewel says in C.S. Lewis's The Last Battle, when arriving in the true Narnia, says i have come home at last this is my real country i belong here this is the land i've been looking uh, looking for my entire life though i never knew it until now the new creation is a real country and one day we will be there but until then let's go matthew 28 16 through 20 is the great commission go back and read that um, Man, it's just, go, <laughs> go. Acts eight
0: says that you are to, to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, into the ends of the earth. It sounds like travel. God wants us on the mission field. Amen. He wants us traveling. He wants you to go to Italy. He wants you to go to France. He wants you to do that, but he wants you to do it in the context that he can use you so that he is glorified in this dark world your light Mm. needs to shine and here's the other thing is he also desires for you to go to the people that are least reached he would he would desire for you to go on a mission field he would desire for you to to go to africa to go to india to go to these places these arab countries that don't know jesus he would want you to be poured out as a drink offering that way and so it's 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 the context it's it's like, uh, is your travel being used for his glory or is your travel being used to fulfill your own self-indulgence? That's the bottom line. And that's what we've talked about. And, and we've shared this with a passion. But I mean, the truth of the matter is, the Bible says the harvest is plentiful, mm-hmm. but the labors are few. And when he's saying the harvest is plentiful, what he is saying is that, listen, I am doing a work in a lot of people. And there's a lot of people all over the world and a lot of these people are looking for you. They are looking for you to come up to them and to love them in the name of Jesus. They are looking to you to share with them. The Bible also says, well, how would they know if they're not taught? How would they know? Second Timothy, how would they know if they are not taught the word of God? How would they know the truth? Unless they're shared the truth. How would they know what agape love is? Unless they're given agape love. How would they know this? And if we're going on vacation and we're going to places that are not where God wants us to be because we're indulging ourselves, then we're being found wanted and fruitless, and it's a sin. And so I pray that we hear this today, and many of us would repent of 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 how we've traveled in the past. And I pray that we would have a newfound look on travel. And I pray that um, if you're listening to this, that you would just um uh, bend your knee now and just say, God, help me, forgive me for the way that I've traveled in the past. And, and Lord, I do see that you want me to uh, travel, but you want me to do it so that you're glorified. And I need to know you more. And so I just pray that that's you today. I pray that you would repent. I pray that you would turn from this. I pray that you would then leave your house tomorrow or today, uh, a new person. I pray that you would have new eyes to see. I pray that you would be aware that God is always at work, that the, there is, the harvest is everywhere. God is working. He's talking. Trust him. And when he prompts you and he gives you those opportunities to speak to people, no matter where you're at, Lord, stop, spend time, listen to them, talk to them, elevate them, speak life to them. And if God provides the opportunity for you to share Jesus, do it. Pray for him. It's easy. It's not hard. If you know Jesus... You know, you know that he desires this more than anything else. This is his will. If you want to know what God's will is for your life, go serve somebody else. <laughs> go love on people. That is his will. You'll be in his will every time that you do that. And if you're listening to this and you don't know Jesus, well, here's your opportunity. Jesus says that if you repent of your sins and you turn from your ways and you, and you confess that he is Lord and you confess that he rose again on the third day that and, and, and he can become your savior he says that you will then be saved you will have eternal life you will be with him for all eternity and it's and it's not rocket science i mean it's amazing jesus did all the heavy lifting he did all the hard work it's it's he, we all we have to do is have faith in him we just have to believe that he is who he says he is that he's god and let him be god of your life you you turn from doing things the way that you've done it And you've accept his truth as reality of your life. And then you repent. And then you say, God, I now choose to walk in fellowship and in intimacy with you for the rest of my life. You do that in your heart. Bible says that you are saved. Bible says that you have been changed. You've been transformed by the renewing of your mind. Old things are now passed behind you. All things now will be made new. And that that is the truth of the gospel. And I just pray that today that you would just close your eyes and repent and just say, God, forgive me of my sins. I, I repent of that today. I ask you to come into my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I pray and believe upon you as the Savior, as the living God that rose to man on the earth. I choose today to live for you. I, and, and if you if you've said that prayer, Lord, I just know that. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing. They're having a party now. It says that they're celebrating. And and the Bible then also says that, go and tell somebody. And this is so important for you to understand that the Bible says, if you confess me before man, I too will confess you before my father in heaven. But if you deny me before man, I too will deny you before my father in heaven. And if you're traveling and you're, you're going around and you're not sharing God's truth and you're not doing it and you're doing things for your own self-indulgent, you are denying God by doing that. God desires you to be a light in everywhere that you go. And so don't do that. Go and confess him. Go and share his truth with other people.
1: And we would love to hear about you
0: hear about that. You've done this, Uh, Bob.
1: Yeah. If you would go to our our website, the riot podcast.com or any of our social media sites, but uh, specifically our website, go there. You can Click on the Know God tab, and we have so much information in there to kind of answer some questions that you're probably having. But reach out to us. Let us know that you've made this decision. We'd love to be in contact with you and maybe help you find a good uh, local uh, church body that you can plug into. Um, if you just want more information or have questions that you just don't have the answer to, man, just give us, send us a message. And you do that on the website. You could do it on Facebook. You can do it on YouTube. Make sure you go to our YouTube and watch it. If you're just a listener, you know, you you listen to podcasts. I do that. I I go for a three mile walk every day. And I listen to, I listen to podcasts. If that's, you know, that's kind of your normal routine. That's awesome. But I would challenge you to at least one time, go check out uh, the video version of the Riot podcast on YouTube and uh, do me do a few favors for me click uh the subscribe button click the like button and then hit that little bell so you're notified every time a new episode is released so this has been amazing pete and i love to talk about travel uh we do it a lot and uh we, we just we want to do it and, and with humility we want to do it humbly and uh seek all of our joy in our savior and not in uh, the things that he's created so um man it's just been fun pete what a great show honestly uh, you know, we talked about this as travel. It's how we should live every part of our life, Amen. Whether it's work, school, yep. hobbies, uh, vacation, whatever mm. it is, we should live mission mind mission-mindedly. Is that a word? Missional-minded. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. That sounds good.
0: Yeah. No, I I think it's it's funny. It's like I think we we say that we should always live that way. Everybody gets that, but for whatever reason, the travel aspect of it, it's
1: it's, like it's separated. Yeah.
0: I don't know why. It's a silo. It is. Yeah. It's it's something. It just tricks us. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, and I think it's just, again, how our culture has brought us up. I think so. you're right. All right. May God bless you. May he keep you. May his face shine upon you as you just continue to walk faithfully with him. But more importantly, spend quality time with him. Spend that that time where intimacy is, 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 is gained. Awesome. All right. Be blessed. Have an
1: amazing week of worship.
0: This has been The Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.